This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. The second season for high school football is set to begin, and Seattle's Metro League is definitely going to play a major role in who will be crowned the state's 3A football champion for 2023. With me to talk about the Metro League and the state playoffs is Pat McCarthy, athletic director for the Seattle Public Schools and president of the Metro League. Good morning, Pat. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm, I'm happy to be here with you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Pat, yeah. uh, first of all, the, you know, there's nothing like high school football in late October and November, uh, especially when it comes to the Metro League. Yeah, Chris, uh, we, we've had a great season so far, and we're excited. Uh, we are on the cusp of playoffs, and um, based on the games that we've had so far, we're really excited to uh, see uh, uh, our teams compete with each other to see who moves forward into the state playoffs. You know, we've had right. some great games recently. You know, it, it, we've had a game that was 54-53 between uh, Blanchett, Blanchett and Ballard. So we're really excited about what's about to come. Right. And, and Pat, the top three seeds in the Metro League for the state playoffs have already been decided, uh, and those three teams will uh, have buys this week. Uh, however, there is a three-way tie for fourth, fifth, and sixth place. Can you talk about the top seeds in Metro and also – how this tie for fourth, fifth, and sixth will be broken. Yeah, yeah. So we have in our Mountain Division, <clears throat> our top four teams uh, will receive a bye and, uh, uh, before the state playoffs. So right now our top three teams are O'Day, Eastside Catholic, and Garfield. They all receive byes. For the fourth, for the fourth seed, we have a, tie, a three-way tie right now between Bishop Blanchett, Seattle Prep, and Rainier Beach. And so what we are doing is, is that we have this mini playoff uh, tiebreakers uh, games that we will be playing tonight at Memorial Stadium at 6 o'clock. And the way that is shaping up is Seattle Prep and Bishop Blanchett are going to play uh, two 10-minute halves. The winner of that game will play Rainier Beach, and they'll play two 10-minute halves. And that's all to, to determine who is the fourth seed who will receive the bye and then it'll establish who our fifth fifth seed, who Mountain Five is, and who Mountain Six is. So that right. that starts things tonight to help sort out everything out for us. Right, and winning that fourth spot, like you said, is very important because that team gets a, uh, a buy in advances uh, to state automatically. With the place uh, places five and six need to play an additional game in order to advance in the state as well. Yeah, our our five and six teams will be matched up against 
our Mountain 5 team will be matched up against West Seattle, and uh, our Mountain 6 team will be matched up against Roosevelt. They will play on Tuesday on Halloween to determine our, our last three, uh, three spots into, into the state tournament. And actually, uh, Lincoln and Ballard are playing Saturday for the, for the last spot. So that's, that's sorting out and determining who our seven allocations to the state tournament are, are going to be. Right. Pat, um, what or who has surprised you the most this season? Uh, well, there's a, there's a, uh, a couple. Um, in our sound division, Roosevelt High School is, is uh, uh, seemingly uh, really strong this year. So, uh, you know, that'll be interesting crossover when they play the mountain division. So that'll be, uh, that'll be really interesting. You know, and we've, we've got our typical uh, strong teams. O'Day seems to be very strong. Eastside strong and Garfield are really strong. So not surprises there, but uh, it's going to be interesting when we see some of the sound teams come up and match up against the mountain teams. Right. And, Pat, let's talk about this division structure a little bit uh, for the Metro League because there are people who might be a little confused about the setup and asking questions about why teams like uh, Roosevelt, West Seattle and Ingram have better records than uh, Rainier Beach, Seattle Prep, and Blanchette, but either um, are not going to be in the playoffs or having to play their way into the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Uh, several years ago, uh, my predecessor, Eric McCurdy, um, and, and I worked on uh, structuring our league where, where it's uh, in tiers. We have a top tier with our strongest teams, and then the next tier with our teams that, hey, maybe some of them are trying to develop their programs and so forth. But that's the way that we've developed our, our, our two divisions. And everybody plays everybody once in their division. And um, uh, we, we did that because of a competitive equity situation. You know, our, our strong teams, it doesn't do anybody good when our really strong teams play our, our weakest teams. So those games are, are not competitive. And so when we structured it this way, we see really competitive games. We see uh, programs able to build their programs, and, and uh, it's been a really positive thing. So um, it, it was a, a great decision by Eric McCurdy uh, a few years ago. Right. And, and Pat, I, I would, it, it appears to me that that also helps with retention of players and some of the teams that are uh, programs that are building or rebuilding or not quite as competitive uh, as, um, you know, an O'Day and an Eastside Catholic and a Garfield um, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, these kids would see these teams, you know, getting beat and beat up and things of that nature and just wouldn't come out for sports um, like football and other sports as well. Um, but certainly when you're uh, seeing your team being competitive week in and week out, have a much better record because you're competing against um, teams that compete at a similar level, you know, I would assume that that's helping with the retention of the players coming out and participating in and just learning the fundamentals and growing with the game. Exactly, Chris. And we've expanded this into other sports as well. Just the competitive factor uh, has really been outstanding. We've gotten a lot of feedback from schools, from kids, that it's not only the athletes that you know it's helping, but fans want to come out and see a competitive comp competitions and it's really good for kids and kids then uh are are turning out more and want to be connected into programs not just football but any sport so um yeah our our 
our Metro League is doing very well. We're a very strong league, and um, uh, our our competitive uh, equity models are are doing very well. Right, and then also, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the safety factor as well. So uh, I think that's one of the things that's really important these days too, as a yeah. especially in football because it's such a um, high contact sport. Exactly, Chris. You know, it matches up the better players and so forth, and the, the overall size of teams and so forth seems to be a bit better matchup than uh, the way we're doing it now. So, and right. and you know, it, it's also a good way to structure our our our, um, our league in terms of moving into postseason. I think it really helps our teams that when we're competing each each and every uh, each and every contest, it's helping our teams prepare themselves for postseason competition where we're entering now so i really feel like our teams are really well prepared and and competition ready right and that leads into my next question a little bit pat because you know being in the metro league i you know has its advantage especially considering the how many teams qualify for state playoffs and the way you guys have things set up where you have a you know your your teams are battle tested and and ready to for for tough games um but you know being the lower seeds also means that these teams, when it comes to like the playoffs, especially football playoffs, you know they have to travel. And I think it's fair to say that in terms of attendance, that uh, the games for many teams, not all, but for a number of teams, that they're still not seeing the type of in-person support that they had pre-COVID. Um, and you know, there is, uh, if there's any time to rally and support your teams, it's during the playoffs. You know. Um, especially when they're on the road. Can you kind of talk about the uh, importance of having community support, uh, alumni support for these teams, especially, you know, during playoffs when they are traveling, and especially when you have seniors, you know, where they come into a playoff game and they're facing what could possibly be their their last game of their uh, high school football career? You you got it all there, Chris, you know, the kids have worked really hard, you know, all summer or probably for years, you know, and, and this is their culminating events, and it's a really important to them. So anybody that can come out and support really needs to, you know. And we're seeing great crowds now, um, Chris. At Memorial Stadium, the crowds have been really, really good. So um, we're, we're happy to say that that pandemic uh, piece is well behind us. And it is super important to follow your kids and your teams and support them, especially on the road, because uh, they're going to seed that. Uh, they have a seeding committee that will seed that tournament. And, you know, if you're on the lower side, you are going to be traveling uh, to, to an opponent. And, you know, you're never sure where that could be. So right. it's exciting, and, uh, though. You're, no matter where you go, you're going to be in an exciting environment. <laughs> right. And that was going to be my – my next question to you, Pat. I mean, as I ask this question, people might say that you might be a little biased, but you've been around, uh, you know, football, basketball, high school athletics for uh, a long time now and, and are, you know, pretty fair with um, how you, you know, look at things, not just in the Metro League, but across the state. With that being said, you know, what would you say about the, the level of play and the caliber of play not only in, in just in the Metro League, but also in the state, but particularly related to the type of uh, games and excitement that you're seeing right here in the Metro League with these teams. Well, the, 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 
the quality of, of play is is very very high in our league in in all sports. The the top competitors are extremely talented. You know where we see some of our top athletes when they when they graduate and move on that they're competing at next levels or highest levels, whether that's in the NBA or college tennis or, or college golf, whatever it is, the Metro League top athletes are, are, are having a, making a difference and then moving on and having enjoying themselves at higher levels of competition. So uh, you, can, you can follow the Metro League and see its history and, and, and just look at the history that they have, what we have done in any sport, and you can see that the competition levels and the finishing is is really high in, in what we're doing. And when you go to these competitions, you I'm marveled at some of the level of play that that we see, and whether it's football, basketball, whatever the sport, um, it's it's amazing. Right. And you know, Chris, to, give, to give you, hey, I'll give you a real example. You know, the Lakeside kid. Uh, Corbin uh, in the World Series, you know, he's he's yeah. a first year rookie there, and he he was from the Metro League, so he's doing pretty well. Yep, yep, yep. And, and Pat, before I let you go, um, if you can talk a little bit about the next two weeks um, for our listening audience, you know, what is the schedule for this week? I know you kind of uh, tapped us into that a little bit, uh, but the schedule for this week uh, weekend and next week uh, was both the Metro League playoffs and then moving into the state playoffs. Sure. I'll, I'll recap real quick for you, Chris, is that tonight at 6 o'clock we have our mini play, playoff uh, tiebreaker with Seattle Prep, Blanchette, and Rainier Beach. Again, that's 6 o'clock tonight. Um, uh, we have other other non-playoff matchups going on. Franklin is playing Lakeside. Ingram is playing Nathan Hale. And Chief Self is going to Metadale. Tomorrow is a playoff game at Memorial Stadium with Lincoln versus Ballard at 1 o'clock. And, um, and then Tuesday we will finish out who's going to the state playoffs where West Seattle will play Mountain 6, or no, West Seattle will play Mountain 5, and uh, uh, Roosevelt will play Mountain 6. And those I don't know where those games will be at yet, Chris, because it depends on who, who wins uh, the seeding of the, um, uh, the mini playoff tonight. So that, that's going on this weekend, and then next week we will – uh, after this weekend, we'll know who's who's matched up against who for the next the next uh, state first round of state playoffs. So that's a little snapshot of what's coming up, and we're really excited about uh, the opportunity our kids are going to have to compete. All right. Well, Pat, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show this morning. Uh, also, just uh, want to acknowledge the the work that uh, you all, you and your staff have done, and your predecessors uh, and their staffs have done. Because, um, you know, stuff like this does not happen overnight where you have a highly competitive uh, league um, here in, in Seattle or across the country. Uh, it really takes a lot of vision. It really takes a lot of hard work. It really takes a, a lot of just, you know, maneuvering um, through athletics uh, and, and addressing so many issues like transportation, like balancing the education uh, that the student athletes are having. And then from a competitive standpoint, you know, structure league in such a way where everybody's able to be successful yeah it, it it does take a bit of work chris but we're happy to do it because we get a you know we're doing it for kids and that's why we're in the business so we appreciate 
folks like you that come out to games and cover the kids and, and talk to us, and we really appreciate your partnership. So thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Pat, I know you're going to have a busy weekend, but uh, have a good weekend and have as much fun as possible. Great, and ha- I look forward to having people come out and see the games tonight.